to the Hey What's Up Bro podcast. Hey guys, how's it going? Bro, I thought this podcast was dead, man. Nah, man. Just uh, <laughs> life got a bit busy. Dude, it's been a, almost a freaking year since the last time we recorded, man. Yeah, I actually remember we started it last spring. Yeah, when I got back from working, so probably around April. Yeah. And we probably went all the way into like beginning of May, I think. Yeah, pretty or much. May, or maybe middle of May. Yeah. God, we're fucking trash, bro. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were we were considering pre-recording for the summer so we'd have episodes coming out left and right and uh it just all fell through. Damn, dude, why are you so busy, man? You Mr. Important now. Man, it was it was my bad, everyone. Um for I had sure. It's all race. It's all race fault. It's all my fault. I'll, I'll take free. the I'll take the blame on that one. No, no, no. No, we both just got busy. But you know what? We're making a commitment again to this podcast. Every week you guys will get a podcast. Hopefully. Yeah. Don't sue us if you don't. Yeah, don't for, sue us. For the three us. listeners out there who are, who are excited about this coming back. <laughs> Those that gave us uh, five stars and that one guy that gave us a four star. Dude, you know who, who gave us the five stars? Who was My it? roommate, Jamel. No way. I didn't know it was him, bro. Really? I found out like two months ago when he said Ross the Boss because that was the name of the guy. He just dropped Ross the Boss randomly. I'm like, wait. <laughs> he just looked at me, he started laughing. I'm like, bro, you the one who reviewed our podcast is before he was our me before he was my roommate. Oh no way. Yeah, I was like, damn. That's a real one right there though, man. Wait, wait, was he like a good friend at that point? Yeah, he was a good buddy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. So but we weren't roommates yet. Okay, okay. Yeah, I didn't even know he listened to the podcast. Neither did I. That's why yeah, I was interested. But shout out to Jamel, man. You were a real one out there, baby. I'll dedicate this episode to you. That's why I came back. Yeah, Ross the Boss, you, shout out. Every day I've been thinking about Ross the Boss, man. I'm like, I can't let that man down. I can't let that man down. I remember we were just chilling, and then uh, I get a screenshot from Emerson, or I think it was one way or the other. And I was like, dude, we got our first five star. Wait, is he the one that called you ugly? What? Is he no, the no, one that, that called That's Joel. That's Joel. That's the other guy. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Nice. So then we got a, a legit four star from someone. Oh, so we got another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me, let me, let me bust it out Fuck, real quick. man. Why, why did we quit? I have no we clue. We had a 4.5 star podcast probably, or 4.75. We got two <laughs> No, yeah. Um, but how's it been, Emerson? It's been a while. Dude, it's good, man. It's fucked. So much has changed in the year, man. I feel I feel like an old man now. Like I don't understand the music that these kids are listening to. Like Takashi Six Nine. Like what the fuck is this shit, bro? He's in jail now. Oh, but I'm man. like, what is? I don't understand. Like what's up with this guy? Like why does everybody like him so much? His music's okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's why I say I feel like I'm getting old. I'm I'm, th- I'm thinking about all the rappers I used to listen to growing up, like Kanye. <laughs> See, even Kanye's gone out the fucking deep end, bro. I can't yeah. listen to Kanye no more. This man is crazy. Yeah. You know, but you you got a. Jay-Z, shout out to Jay-Z, 50 Cent, he don't rap no more, That those were my dudes growing up, right, and now it's like Takashi 69 that's the main thing, it's all about clout, bro, I don't even know what clout is, man. Dude, it's weird, because I <coughs> I have music stages where I'll listen to a certain artist for a while, and then I'll switch to another, but it, it tends to be in genres, and mm-hmm. for a while, I was really, really, really into um, grunge rock, like something you'd hear at a bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was my freshman year. And then like it's got Nirvana and stuff. Yeah, Nirvana, yeah. Um, the Strokes, stuff like that. I love the Strokes, dude. Yeah, I love them, dude. But no, but you're right, dude. Like life is all about. At least, listen for me. Music, each genre of music has had an own, its own specific role in my life. So growing up, I was listening to hip hop, rap, R and B, and all of a sudden I went to like alternative rock, like listening to Lincoln Lincoln Park and bands like that. So so that was really uh about for five years that's all i listened to and then i got back into rap when drake came out right yeah 
and then I got I uh, my first girlfriend broke up with me, and then I got really depressed, and I was really sad. You know how it goes, bro. You stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that's when I started listening to country music, bro. <laughs> Are you serious, bro? A little dude from the hood listening to country music. <laughs> listen to, but I mean, I guess people wouldn't say it's real country. But I used to listen to um. What are those boys' names like? Blake Shelton, uh, Jason Aldean. What's the main guy? What's the main the main pop? Uh, George Strait. No, 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 no. The pop, the main pop dude. Oh man, uh, Blake Shelton. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Oh, bro. Luke Bryan. Said Blake Shelton. Yeah, Luke Bryan, bro. I was listening to that shit all the fucking time. Man, now I don't listen to country no more. Man, I think it's, I don't know, man. It's just it's not hitting me in the right emotions. But I'll tell you something, dude. Today I was in the car, and I was like, man, I'm feeling too happy right now. I gotta put some sad music on, man. I gotta, I gotta bring my my happiness down too much, you know. Yeah, I, I try to always stay in the middle, man, because I feel like if you're too happy, somebody gonna come and snatch that happiness from you. So I'm like, real quick, I'm like, I put on some Marvin, uh, Marvin's room, some Sam Smith, bro. I was like, man, I need to get. Did you sad. just start crying? I, no, I didn't, bro. But I, I just need to bring down my emotions a little bit. I was okay. too happy, you know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I, I get you, man. I never really listened to country music. Um, I guess the one song that I I know is that uh. Baby, lock them doors. You know that's yeah. <laughs> turn the lights down low. Yeah, that song. That's like the only one song I know. But um, I mean, right, being in Texas A and M and not listening to country music, bro, that's blasphemy out there, bro. Yeah, it pretty much is. But recently, on what I've been listening to on Spotify, it's just pretty much um, South by Southwest artists. I I don't know. I don't know what that means. What do you mean? You don't know about South by Southwest? I know what South by Southwest is, but what what do you mean by South by Southwest? artists like how do you define that okay so it's all the artists that are going to perform at south by southwest so, okay so what are the type of artists that go and dude south it's by literally everything it is literally everything that you have like red jumpsuit apparatus i don't know what the hell you, you okay you dude insult me no 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 <laughs> <laughs> have you have you watched that movie um it's like a mma movie it was like back when we were in like middle school slash high school what, the one about the two brothers fighting in no that's warrior it, the other one where it's like um a high schooler he was like in football he was really good he gets in a fight and then um transfer school nah bro i'm not picking up what you're putting no, there, no. i think it's no bring it on's a dance movie right <laughs> just say bring it on yeah my bad wait, wait. you know what bring it on is bro? wait 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 and bring it on's a cheerleader movie <laughs> Oh shoot, my bad. Wait, okay. Talking about bringing on again, oh, bro. Shoot, what is it called, man? I'm trying to remember the name. Um, and never back down, it. bro. Never back down. All right, all right, all right. You know which movie I'm talking about? No, I still have no idea. Okay, so, um, there's a very, very, very famous scene in that movie where that's where one of the songs from Red Jumpsuit Apparatus mm. goes off. But um, sounds kinky, man. Uh, not really, but um, kind I mean of. The name of the band. <laughs> Red jumpsuit? What? No. Apparatus, bro? Look what you got on your jumpsuit. Bro. You got a apparatus <laughs> okay. Um, jokes aside, it's uh, basically where a bunch of artists from all over the world, mm -hmm. international acts, you got um, rap, you got rock, you got local bands, literally everything. Um, 2,000 artists. And the reason I'm saying that and the reason I've been listening mm -hmm. is because I got... Oh, oh, you tell him, tell yeah, him, yeah, bro, yeah. tell him. So I got selected to be a South by Southwest uh, photographer. Whoop! Yeah, you so... Shout out to my boy, Ray. Thanks, man. Um, so I do want to listen to the acts and try to see who I want to shoot. And there's one dude... With a camera, not with a gun. <laughs> oh, man, yes. Yeah, I'm going to be on the photography the crew with a... 
photo camera and i'm gonna be taking pictures <laughs> um no but uh there's one artist that i want you to listen to man he is incredible what's his name his name is abi the nomad abi what type of music it's rap dude this guy is insane he's gonna blow up in the next two years i am calling it right now after south by southwest mm -hmm. it's game over it's a rap it's a rap man he's good his his lyrics are good um his beat and his flow <clears throat> is just phenomenal but look out for this man. yeah so that's what i've been listening to a lot um and then other than that i'll just listen to like classical if i'm studying and stuff dude you know what album's really been like i cannot stop listening to which one the sean mendes album the one that just came out i didn't even know he dropped an album bro have you heard the song lost in japan oh yeah i love dude, that song i love that song that whole album is great there are like two songs i don't like on there really that also been listening a lot to Ariana Grande, bro. I love Ariana Grande's music, bro. I am a, I am a, I'm a OG Ariana Grande fan, bro. Really? Like I was, I listened to her first album, bro, and it was good. Ooh. And then back think, in Nickelodeon, dude. Back when, back when she was a uh, cat on uh, what's the show, Victorious. Yes. Bro, I had a crush on her, man. You did? Yeah. I had a crush on. Uh... But then I realized I was ugly and never gonna be famous. That's why I made this podcast actually, so that like you know we become famous <laughs> and maybe she listens to it and then. She'll get on here and then uh, date you. I'll reject her this time. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. She didn't see that one coming. Ooh. I'm a committed man. Hey, we don't want to say too much. Get all those Ariana stands mad at Bro, us. Chill, my girl's going to get mad at me. Tell me talking about Ariana Grande for too long. She's uh, an Ariana stand? <laughs> no, she's going to get mad at me because I'm talking about uh, Other woman? Ariana Grande. She's she going to get jealous. Uh. <laughs> now she's going to get mad for me saying that. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, baby. Okay, I'll, I'll make it even. Yeah. A native will get mad at me if I bring up Emma Watson. Oh, you love Emma Watson? Oh, I love her, man. That's your girl? She's an intellectual, bro. See, I'm only in love with my girlfriend, bro. I don't know, man. I think Anita should be mad at you for that, bro. You're not loyal. <laughs> you just literally flipped it on me, man. Oh, for sure, bro. I'm taking the pressure off of me. <laughs> bro, I literally was like, you know what? This man has too much pressure. I'm going to put some on myself. Yeah. And, and then I you're it like, you, bro. Yeah, you just, up. yeah. Anita, I love you. Uh, <laughs> it's like whenever you're working out and like you're trying to help your buddy up. Yeah. And he just gives you the whole weight. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty pushing. much. That's what I did to you. Yeah, that's pretty much what you did. <laughs> Shit, man. No, but uh, one album that I literally could not stop listening to. Mm-hmm. And it came out a while back, and I hate myself for not going to his concert. Post Malone's bro, newest album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Bro, that album is absolutely fantastic. Bro, my girlfriend loves Post Malone, bro. She loves that shit, man. Dude, because he's amazing. I mean, I guess. Like, I, I like Post Malone when he was first coming up, when he was hitting, like, White Iverson, and, and no, what, like, two, three years ago? Yeah. Maybe four years ago. I don't even remember how long ago it was. It was but like then, I guess year, I guess for me all his music just really starts sounding alike and he does that echo effect on all his songs and I'm like yeah. I just that really just bothers me more than anything. Dude, but the thing is like all of his music does sound similar. That's that's what I like. It's different at the same time. It's Bro, similar enough to where it's like it's it's similar enough where it's like <clears throat> that's post. Yeah. This is something he would put out, but it's different enough to where you're like okay, this is a new song. I like it. It's not like I don't know like Maybe like Panic at the Disco, where everything sounds the same. Dude, I literally what that new Panic at the Disco song came out. I'm like, bro, this is literally what the last album sounded like, and I like the last album. That which he put which out. song that he put out? The, the new one that just out that everybody's talking about. A new song, single? Yeah, Brandon Yuri. Oh man, I'm. I mean, I listened to the album. I have no. Clue. I'm going down, down, down. I think that's. I think that's what the. It doesn't matter. Okay, but that literally sounds like every single Panic at the Disco. Well, that's what I'm saying. 
You like the old Panic at the Disco? Well, I, re- I remember uh, listening to I Write Sins Not Tragedies as a kid. Oh, dude, that was my. Uh, what's the yeah. one? What's the main song on that? Like, how does it go? That that part? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, imagine. imagine. As I'm pacing the pews and the church yes, corridor, yeah, and that I was can't it. help but to hear. Bro, I, I, rem- I, bought, I bought the music video on iTunes to that you song. Did? That's how much I love that shit. Like back in the day, bro. Yeah. Okay, I remember doing that too back when, you know, but, iTunes and buying songs and videos were like your main thing besides YouTube. Yeah. Dude, I, YouTube wasn't even around yet. Are you sure? Yeah, the beginning of iTunes, bro. I remember that shit. Dude, I remember when I found out about YouTube. You know how I found out about YouTube? How'd you find out? I was watching Naruto episodes on no YouTube, way. bro. That's how I found YouTube, because I was looking for Naruto episodes. <laughs> Dang, bro. Yeah. No, but that I used to buy songs, uh, videos and songs on uh-huh. iTunes before I allegedly found out about LimeWire. You remember LimeWire? Yeah, I never used it. I was so scared of getting viruses. Oh, no, for sure, dude. I for sure got like at least three viruses from that shit. Are you serious? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Dang. No, yeah, I... um. I first found out about YouTube with that one song, uh, Numa Hey. Do you know what I'm talking about? Say, sing it. I'm not gonna sing that no, song. Sing it, bro. I don't even know what's the right like if I said the right word like. Nine he nine <laughs> yeah one right <laughs> the one that's off that that uh, that Kanye samples. I didn't know he sampled it. Yeah, uh, what song? Cause you live your life. Hey, he sampled it on there. Oh really? Maya, I didn't know. Oh, Maya, okay, that makes Maya, sense. Maya. That one, right? Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. So he sampled on there. Anyways, I mean, I guess we've been listening to a lot of music, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else has been going on in your life, man? It's been a, it's been, a, I mean, it's been a crazy ass year. Yeah. Um. Well, I did my internship over the summer in Dallas, and I loved it. Um. Hopefully, I'll be getting a full time offer with a company I interned with. No. No. <laughs> Never mind, guys. I'm just going to do the podcast full-time. That's it, bro. You, we're dropping out. We're doing this. Yeah. For our three listeners. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, I will be hosting my own podcast, and I'm so excited about this. And I took a lot of time reflecting about what I wanted it to be and just generally like what I thought would be a good podcast. And the podcast is called I Don't Want to Graduate. And basically what it is is it's a conversation between me and a college friend and we just talk about college in general what our thoughts were going in coming out um what is it called our favorite things about it our favorite moments our saddest moments our worst fears just pretty much just taking advantage of the fact that we're in college now and way down the line when we're like 30 40 with kids and stuff we can listen back and just kind of have a good time so that's just a really side plug in but i'll be dropping that soon shameless plug bro shameless plug we're gonna get this podcast back going you're already starting another one (laughs) yeah i mean i okay so the reason why this is coming back is because i went ahead and made the investment on some podcasting gear so all of this is pretty much home recorded from now on until we run into some technical difficulties or something along the lines but yeah this is all coming out of my place and um the ray romo studios I guess if that's what you want to call it, that's but what um, call it. the double R studio. And it's funny because I even bought those Philips Hue lighting setup, Emerson. Bro, he got the ambiance going in here right now. We're we're in cherry blossom. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's the the preset that's the color. Yeah, that's that's what yeah. we're using to record. He's trying to seduce me. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> I'm already in too much heat right now with my girlfriend, and nah, I'm not gonna talk about any of that stuff right now. But um, <laughs> this man's going through it right now, boy. Oh uh, yeah, I'm I've gonna get before, the, the paddle. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah, but um, other than that, I've just been uh freelancing and um doing school and just uh enjoying football season. Man, I mean, I've done a lot, bro. Like. You know, I've been out of the country, man. I guess the first thing I really did after after uh, last semester, last school year ended, was I went to China for two weeks, bro. That shit was fucking lit. I love China, man. This is my first time ever going to Asia. Wait, you went alone, right? No, 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 no. no. I, went, I went with uh, the university. So it's about 14 of us, I think. I don't remember correctly, man. Dude, but it was a fucking amazing time. I've never enjoyed myself more in any other country, bro. Are you serious? For sure. A hundred percent, man. Why? Tell me why. Man, it's just for me. So I, I've been to I've been to South Africa. Obviously, been to Latin America to go visit uh, my family down there. Um, <clears throat> but you know, Asia is such a departure uh-huh. from anywhere else I've ever been. I mean, the culture is just so different. Um, and you know, I mean, obviously, China in the business sense is a is a big emerging market. But I really want to just go to get ingrained in the culture. You know, something that I'm really not familiar with at all. Um, you know, almost, almost what, 1.8 billion people, something like 1.6 billion people over there. I'm like, man, I just, I just want to know what's going on over here, man. Cause you know, you always hear everything about China, like, uh, all the history of China. Like they have one of the oldest, um, one, they're one of the oldest countries I think in the world. I yeah. may be wrong. Don't quote me on this shit. Um, <laughs> and you always hear, you know, the U S and China, like big rivals. I'm like, man, let me just go find out for myself what's going on with these people. Dude, and I just fell in love with the culture, man. Like, when you get... We're in Beijing. When you get to Beijing, bro, you feel the history of that city and everything that's gone on there for countless of di- countless dynasties, man. But, I mean, the people were so friendly, dude. They love they love Americans. Really? Or may- may- maybe, maybe, I don't know if they love us or not, but they were, like, surprised to see people who aren't Chinese there. Yeah. Because I guess you get tired of seeing Chinese people all the time because they're more than one and a half billion there. And yeah. they would just come up and just take pictures with you. But they they want to take you? a picture with you like you're a celebrity, bro. Really? Dude, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, I think that would be the weirdest thing ever. Dude, I was just happy, man. I was just smiling, man. Like I said, everybody was so nice. Dude, but the thing that I liked a lot, right, I never felt safer anywhere else. Really? And I know China has like a track record of like a bunch of fucked up stuff. And I'm not here trying to say that China is a perfect country and all, nothing like that. But when I was there, I felt safe as hell because it was a communist country. <laughs> because I'm like, China is what, I'm like, the government is watching everything that we're doing and nothing's, and everybody's scared to fuck up, you know? Yeah. Obviously there's shady shit going on in China, but for the most part, literally walk the streets at two in the morning, bro. Felt completely safe. Walked for like miles and miles and miles. Never felt, you know why though? Why? Because no one there has guns. Really? Yeah. So I never got scared. Someone's going to pull up next to me put a gun in my face tell me give me your shit yeah but worst thing that happens was that somebody was gonna pull a knife on me right at least i could run from a knife you know yeah they could throw it but that's it they got one <laughs> shot they better be, they better have good accuracy so i know you went with the university but yeah. did you ever go alone on the streets oh yeah for sure for sure for sure um well uh, we actually got time to go and you know uh get to visit you know, some of this social night, social, social, bitch, can I say some? Can I talk? The nightlife, bro. The nightlife is fucking crazy, man. Really? I swear the best club bar I've ever been to was in Beijing, China. It's called Vix. Shout out to my, shout out to my boy Issa. Fantastic guy. He's great. We met him at Vix. 
dude, they they are so awesome. The foreigners there. Okay. Bro, we got free entrance, right? And this club is super safe, right? They got metal detectors, bro. But they don't just got metal detectors. They got like the airport X-ray machines, bro. No. They looking through all the bags. No. So you're safe at this club, bro. It's crazy. So we get in there. We get a free table. Okay. Right? Was like, it packed? Dude, it was packed. Oh, shit. So nice free table, bro. Like the padded shit, right? Like huge area. You're not even cramped up, bro. Right? Free bottles, bro. And when I say free bottles, it's like, oh, it's probably whatever house house whiskey or whatever the fuck it is. Nah, bro. Guess what it was? What was it? Hennessy, bro. No way. Bottoms. Full-size bottom Hennessy. Fucking Belvedere, bro. Fucking the girls were getting free cocktails and everything, man. Wow. Dude. And and who was paying for it? Was it the, Dude, the club itself? The club. The, the club. club. They were buying our entrance. They wanted us to be there because the way that they do it is that they get Americans there and then all the Chinese people are like, I'm going to go where the Americans are. And not only that, I mean, if you're getting a bunch of free crap and you take Snapchat videos, Instagram pictures. Yeah, it's and all promotion it's for them, bro. all promotion. They're all winning. They don't lose, bro. Because, bro, my buddy went and he bought a bottle of water. It was like 10 bucks for a bottle of water. What the <laughs> yes. hell? Bro, they are taxing the fuck out of those people to come and be at this crazy club because they know the Americans go fucking crazy and the foreigners go fucking crazy as well. Dude, wow. it was, bro, we were taking the club out that night, bro. It was wild, man. Dude, I'm talking about this shit. I'm going to go back right now. I'll book my flight today. <laughs> no, but the thing is, safest club ever, bro. There were like security guards every five feet. Every five feet, security guards just watching, watching, making sure nothing goes down, bro. Were they giant bodyguards Dude, too? big dudes, bro. Whoop your fucking ass, bro. You, they're not playing, <laughs> man. They're taking your fucking ass out immediately. No, oh. so, okay, so this is what happened. So there was, there, so like I told you, it's packed. Yeah. Tables are packed. So the one across from us and the one next to us okay, were full of people, right? So the one from next to us, a dude like bumped into somebody at the one across from us. Uh-huh. And all I, I turn around and these dudes are about to start fighting, right? And I'm about to jump in and like try to break it up, right? Okay. Because I'm, I'm drunk at this point. Are these uh Chinese people? Yeah, these, these are Chinese nationals. Okay. Right? Because I'm American, bro. I'm fucking Superman over there, bro. I'm about, <laughs> I'm about, I'm about to save everybody's life. But... The, the dude who we met there, he's like, no, 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 bro, chill, 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 chill. He pulls me back. These security guards come. This dude's about, this dude grabs a glass, about to hit this guy. Security guard comes like fucking, I don't even know, bro. Comes and grabs that shit. Ultra Instinct Goku grabs the dude's glass <laughs> out of his hand, fucking puts him in a chokehold, and fucking takes him out. And grabs the other dude, too. Immediately, bro, there was no chance those dudes were going to fight. Bro, they could have, they didn't even get to throw one punch. Security was on him on that. Another thing. My buddy wasn't paying attention. He drunk as fuck. Shout out to my boy Ricky. Right? He breaks a glass, right? He okay. knocks it off the table. Bro, these fucking security guards, bro, they put a flashlight and point it. And you, as soon as they point that flashlight, janitor staffs come out immediately. So, you know, here, bro, there's fucking spilt drinks and everything everywhere. Yeah. Bro, that shit don't exist at this club. Don't exist at all. Dude, you can knock a glass off the table. That shit won't even hit the ground. And they already, bro, they'll fucking catch that shit before. <laughs> bro, the janitor will catch that shit before, before it hits the ground. Yeah. That's how good they are, man. I'm telling you, bro, I never feel safer. Dude, we go into the restroom, right? These restrooms are nice. And they have, uh, I don't know what the people, like, the people who give you towels or whatever in the restroom, I don't know what they're called. Oh, uh, man. Anyway, it doesn't matter, I don't right? know. So yeah. they, they had one, bro. So they go, and they're, they're like, okay, do you need, as soon as, soon as you're done washing your hands, they come, they close the faucet for you, and they give you a towel, and they dry your hands off. They dry your hands no off for way. you, bro. They don't give you the towel. They dry your hands off for you. You're like, damn, bro. Fuck, <laughs> I feel like shit. 
bro, I'm, I was raised poor as fuck, bro. I don't know how to act. I'm like, fuck, I feel bad for these people, but I mean, it must be getting paid. But the thing is, bro, so there was one dude throwing up in the urinal. Okay. The fucking man came to help that man throw up. No way. He came and helped that man throw up in the fucking club. I was like, bro, this is some fucking service, bro. Shout out to Vix, man. I want to go, man. You see, my, you see the smile on my face, bro? <laughs> yeah, you're super excited. This shit was crazy, man. I love Vix. Shout out to Vix, man. China was an amazing place. Go. Like, obviously, fucking nobody's going to speak English. Dude, one of my buddies, bro. Good good guy, but he's like, bro, I thought, I thought they'd speak more English in China. I'm like, motherfucker, you're in China. <laughs> what you mean? There's more of them than us in the world. You think they're going to take the time to speak English? Yeah. They're speaking fucking Mandarin or whatever the hell it is. Fuck, man. But it was a good time. Dude, I mean. Oh, I tried donkey. I'm sorry, bro. I'm talking a lot. Wait, donkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, legit, the yes, animal. I ate donkey, bro. Oh, they told us did about it taste it. like chicken? No, so I'm gonna tell you. So, so um, we were we were some ho- some host <clears throat> students who had come to A and M as okay. transfer students, and we're back in the university, right? And they're like, "Oh yeah, you should try donkey burgers." And I'm like, "Oh, that maybe that's just the name they have for something, right? Maybe it's not actual donkey." Yeah. Show up to the place, fucking actual donkey, bro. No way. Shit was fucking good. Fucking donkey. We went back, bro. That's how good it was. You know how people say something's gonna never go back? Yeah. Nah, bro. We like we need some more donkey burger. Because I don't really? know if we're going to find this shit in the States. That shit was fucking amazing, bro. I'm going to ask you something a little bit contro- controversial. Did you have... Don't get me in trouble with China, bro. I'm not going to get you in right. trouble. But um, <laughs> did you see any restaurants serving dog? No, so that's really not a thing in China. Really? Yeah, so eating dog isn't 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 like how we eat burgers. Isn't like how we eat cow here. Okay. Like, that's not something that happens. Like, there are people who do, but it's kind of like here where some people eat caviar. Right, but it's not nothing common. So it's know? a delicacy over there. I don't know if it's a delicacy, but it's just like a very. I I don't want to I don't want to say because China's a big place, bro. So I don't know, but like we never we were never at any place where anybody was serving dog or cat or anything like that at all. Okay, like it's not something common people eat. Yeah, like it's people in certain regions that might eat it, and it's not something that happens often. I know there's like some sort of festival yeah. in southern China where they like. Eat stray dogs. That's that's what I was uh, <clears throat> referring to. But that's not something that's like a common occurrence. It's not like everybody okay. eats. I I'd say the majority of people don't eat don't eat dogs or cats. Okay. In China, but they do eat duck. They do eat duck. Baking ducks fucking delicious. Really? Fuck, dude, fucking oh god! I don't even want, bro, I'm sad that I'm back here. Shout <laughs> really, out to China, baby. And wow. shame on you for all the bad stuff to China. All I'm saying, I had a good time there. I'm not trying to. I'm not making an excuse for what China's done. We all know what they've done. But I had a good time there. I love, fucking loved it. I would go back. You would. I would go back for sure. Vix, bro, amazing. Shout out to my boy Issa. I love you, Issa. Is he uh, one of the foreign students? So he's actually from Africa. Oh, okay. I think from Tanzania is what he told me. Um, he was going to university in, in China because it was much easier for them to go to school there than it was to come here in the United States. Oh, wow. And that's a whole other thing. That's like a political thing. China's investing a lot of money right now in Africa, more than the U.S. is, and that, that's why that. They have they have strong relations going there, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a good time, man. No, it's good. I mean, I've actually gotten bitten by the travel bug myself. I uh, traveled to the International Hot Air Balloon Festival in... Uh, in Arizona? Yeah. In New Mexico. It's Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. My bad, not Arizona. So, um, yeah, I went with uh, three of my friends. And shout out to Nick, Caleb, and the boy himself, Asher. Because these guys 
like pushed me to go and i had a test dude i had to test the next test day trash, bro bro i this is what happened i was like you know what i'm gonna study on the right over and on the right back and that's pretty much it right and dude i swear it was the best score i've ever gotten in that class you know why because you were relaxed bro you were living your best life oh yeah man it was insane i recommend everyone go to the hot air balloon festival at least once in their life. It is a sight to see. It's literally hundreds of hot air balloons on this super duper open grassland. And it's just insane. And then all the mountains surrounding you, it is absolutely insane. Did you ride a hot air balloon? No, we wanted to, but um, I think you need to pre-plan for that. Uh, okay. But I took my camera and so did my friend Asher. And we took some incredible photos. And I actually want to start printing those and mm-hmm. giving them to my friends and stuff because... They're fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, so this is this is the kind of crazy person I am. This is how my mind fucks me up, right? Okay, go ahead. So, so I had another buddy, Will Mattinson. You know Will Mattinson. Yeah, I know Will. Um, he he would he went to a air balloon air balloon festival as well. I okay. Think, uh, is it in Houston? In Europe. No, oh, no somewhere in Europe. In Europe okay. Bro, I think. Sorry, Will, I'm fucking this up. But he rode inside of one. And the first thing that I thought of was like, what if the fucking basket breaks from the bottom? Yeah. Bro, how does that shit not fuck with your head? That's why I can't ride one, dude. That's yeah. the kind of shit my brain thinks about. It's never like, oh, bro, everything's gonna go blind. It's not like, how the fuck is this gonna kill me, bro? Like, I am terrified that the best is gonna rip and I'm just gonna fall yeah. thousands of feet to my death, man. No, dude, it's insane. They, like, have different sized balloons mm-hmm. and there's some small ones and those are the ones that are owned by people themselves and they take them over there and stuff. And you can actually get in if you become, like, good friends and you ask and you wait and you just kind of you know be a good person and then the other thing you can do is actually do this service where like you and like seven other people mm-hmm. get in this huge hot air balloons Damn. seven but, people bro? yeah it's like tons of people bro, dude. i'm only taking my skinny friends <laughs> no <laughs> fuck that no yeah I'm, I'm too big bro i can't even let myself one <laughs> no it was insane and um there's a lot of cool things to do there um live acts there's um pretty much like art all around you it's a really nice festival and just i really loved albuquerque and the thrift stores were pretty insane there too i really got into thrifting over the yeah, summer bro, chill out macklemore <laughs> no yeah i i loved it though because um i was able to find some really dope clothes that i can wear on the daily basis and i fell in love with traveling after that i mean yeah i i was put out of my comfort zone for sure, dude, because I usually don't like traveling and I'm scared of being out on the road. But, you know, I got so motivated to explore the world that I just finished planning a trip with some of my friends, my future roommates. And we're going to go to um, New Mexico again. Who are future roommates? Who are my future roommates? Yeah. Logan and Alfredo. So those are my two future Logan roommates. Paul? Uh, yeah, Logan bro, Paul. Him, bro, um... Shit, tell him I whoop his ass. <laughs> JK, bro, that motherfucker dropped me in two seconds. Dude, oh man, those guys are so annoying. But Where yeah, are you guys going? Uh, we're going to go to uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Stop there for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, rest up. We're going to drive to Utah the next day. Mm-hmm. Stay at Zion National Park. And then stay there for like three days. Explore everything there. And then we're going to go to Denver, Colorado, which I'm super hyped about because I've Denver's never been Denver's on the way back, right? Yeah, yeah, so on the way back. And then we're going to stop at Pikes Peak. And okay. it's pretty much like the second most visited like peak in the world besides... Uh... Everest? <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> Everybody's going to Everest, bro? No, I think it's Mount Fuji, which is first. That's in Japan. Yeah, I believe. Shut up, don't, Mount Fuji. Don't uh, quote me on that. But So that's my plan in the summer. And I'm going to do that right after my birthday before my, my second internship. 
So that's my second set of plans. Um, hopefully in the future I can do uh, New York and maybe Europe and go all over the place. For sure. Bro, that's the fucked up thing about me, bro. Like I, like I mentioned before on the podcast, bro, I love to travel. I hate motherfucking flying. What? Yes. I, I told you, bro, I'm fucking terrified of goddamn flying. Oh, man. Bro, oh, my God. And I'm not going to go into it again because if you're an OG listener, listen to the last four podcasts in the last <laughs> uh, year and a half, then you know what's going on. Right, but I'm just scared, bro. Like like I said, my mind just fucks with me a lot. And, no, like, I do the same thing, yeah. man. Like this like, past year, I've flown more than ever my whole life, and I'm like, fuck, bro. The anxiety I get is fucking crazy. I, I always get scared, and it's weird because... It doesn't really hit me that I'm in the air flying mm-hmm. across thousands of miles. Yeah. And I remember, you know, my first flight. It was literally from College Station to Dallas. I'm not even kidding you, bro. Of maybe like 2017, my first flight of 2017. And I was still scared. Bro, it was only like a 20-minute flight. I, I made that flight, bro. It's a scary flight. What? Do you think it's a scary Dude, you're flight? You're a fucking... Two, bro. You're looking at tiny. This is like the smallest plane I've ever been in. It when wasn't I, that tiny for me. When, okay, so I flew in a tiny ass plane, dude. The turbulence fucking killed me. The whole no plane. way. And I was sitting in the very back too, which is probably part of the reason as well. No, I think the scariest um, airplane ride for me was um, on my way back from I believe it was Vegas. Um, I went uh, to Vegas with my company that I was interning with, and dude. I had the worst headache slash migraine ever, mm-hmm. and I had huge pain in my stomach. Mm-hmm. So it, I just had to keep my head down the whole time, and the turbulence was pretty bad. But going back to that Dallas trip, I think on the way back, we had to stop and keep flying in the air in circles because the weather was bad. damn, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, trash. I was super chill because there was trash. a lot more people on the the flight that time going back than it was going to. But yeah, I mean, I don't mind flying. It's just um, I, I also get that that I guess that those moments where you think of the worst thing to happen. Like the minute I get in a plane, I'm like, what if it just comes crashing down? That's literally what first thing i'm like what if i fucked up i got in the wrong flight and this is the flight that fucking yeah man down. it's it's scary and yeah. even even when i drive man i just like if i'm going out of town i always get scared like oh what if there's an accident or what if there's something but well i feel better about driving than flying because at least when i'm driving i got control you know what i'm saying yeah but you just don't have as much control as you know the other people too so it's like well, yeah you saying, have control least, like if somebody's coming towards me at least i think i can veer out the way or something at least in my mind right even if it's not true at least mentally yeah. like, okay i can possibly avoid a situation but in the plot in the flight bro like you're just trusting i, I just gotta trust the motherfucker in the seat yeah and thank you for all the pilots who haven't killed me yet shout out to y'all the real man <laughs> Dude, I could never do that. I could never, ever put myself in a situation like that. Like being... Um, being a pilot? Yeah, like being a pilot or even being like a surgeon. Bro, that stuff scares the living crap out of me. Just having all that amount of pressure on and you. Like somebody's lives in your hands. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, bro. I can't do that. Fuck, man. I wanted to be a doctor and then I wanted to be a pharmacist. And then it's like, screw that. I'm going to go into entrepreneurship and then... I ended up in accounting. 
<laughs> bro, you went from, bro. I went from the risky. I said from the risky to like, hey, bro, I'm gonna be a motherfucking account. Yeah. No risk, bro. I'm getting rid of risk. That's what I'm doing <laughs> over here, boy. I'm actually evaluating risk from now on. Go, bro. You're like, nah, bro, that's too much risk. Yeah, yeah it was too much risk. Risk management. Bro, that's funny. Dude, but there was one time where I actually thought I was gonna fucking die on the plane. Like, in my mind, I made it up. I said, it's over. Guy's gonna take me. It's, it's a wrap. We we're flying into Zambia from uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Okay. Bro, the way that fucking plane was moving, I felt like I was in that uh, Denzel Washington movie Flight, I think is what it's called. You know, the one where he turns the plane upside down and everything? Yeah. Bro, this plane was like, fuck, turning left foot completely. Like the wings were pointing up to the fucking no sky. No way. And, doing, and then it would turn all the way around the other way, and now the left one would be pointing up. Bruh, and the turbulence and we were spinning, man. I said, you know what, man? I lived a good 18 fucking years. It's a wrap for me. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> no, literally, like, bro, when I tell you I literally thought I was going to die, I'm not exaggerating. I literally thought I was going to fucking die. I was gripping onto that fucking seat so goddamn fucking hard. Holy crap. And I never was happier to get off a plane my whole fucking life. And I don't know why that plane was like that. No, don't know why were you the so only person or... Was it a bunch of y'all? Like a bunch of friends? No, so this this was uh, another study abroad trip. It was about 20 of us. Were you all scared shitless? Fuck, I don't know, man. I just worried about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried about me living, boy. No, yeah, no, but like I even talked to the professor on the trip. He's like, yeah, man, that's pretty rough. But I mean, I guess it's just the way the landscape. I don't even know why the fuck it was like that, bro. But like I said, I'm just happy to be alive. <laughs> Four yeah. years later. Bro, because I still, bro, I literally still think about it. That's how I know I was actually fucking scared. Yeah. Because that is the flight I will never forget ever in my whole fucking life. Have you ever gotten in a car crash? Damn, bro. That was a... Ex- bro, that's a perfect segue, bro. It's like you read my mind, man. I did. So I was going to talk about, like, we're talking about all these highs in, like, this last year. And there's a bunch of more highs, you know. But, you know, there's also been a couple lows. I mean, particularly for me, and I know for you as well, this past year. Yeah. We haven't done the podcast. Um, So I actually got in a car accident in June, man. And I've been struggling with it ever since. And it's just funny how life works, right? So me and my buddy, Jaime, shout out to my buddy, Jaime. Um, in Houston, <clears throat> we're talking, we're going to go eat, right? And I told him to come over to my house and I'll drive us uh, to the place we're going to go eat. But he's like, no, no, bro, I got it, I got it, I'll drive. So we're heading out, we're going through a tollway in Houston and we're stopped completely because there's so much traffic trying to get through this tollway. We're completely stopped. Yeah. Three lanes trying to get in through a tollway, uh, through three separate tollways, we're all stopped completely because there's so much traffic, right? Yeah. And obviously Houston traffic. Then all of a sudden, I see these lights... On the side of the side on the side mirror, I'm on the passenger side and on the rear view mirror, and all over here is boom, and everything just went into slow motion. Some drunk driver rear-ended us on my side of the car, and I, did I have told you this yet? No, you didn't. Oh, bro, I didn't even tell you yet. Bro. Was it at night? Yeah, it was at night, dude. It wasn't even that late though. It was like eight. It was eight p.m. And someone was drunk driving. Somebody was drunk driving, bro. So she rear-ends me, bro. It's like literally the car got hit and like. Everything froze, and then, bro, my body just went everywhere, bro. I hit my head against the fucking, uh, against the window, bro, and I was, I'm surprised I didn't break it. I hit it so fucking hard. Yeah. Um, and, dude, ever since then, bro, like, my life has been crazy. Like, I got out the car, and I was concussed, bro, because I called 911, and I couldn't think straight at all. Like, I was trying, I was trying to figure out where the hell I was at. Like, I was trying to give her a direction or address or area that we were at, bro, I could not think, man, um, but my buddy's car was completely totaled, and 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 the reason why I tell you is that life is funny, right? Because if I would have driven like I had offered to do, like I thought I was gonna do, yeah, I wouldn't have taken the way that he took, yeah, and I wouldn't have gotten hit, and we wouldn't have gotten hit. Yeah. The whole situation wouldn't happen, man. 
because literally for the last six months, man, I've been dealing with like with this back pain oh, in my man. back, bro. And that's really been a killer for me because you know, you know me, man. I like playing football. I like being active. I like doing all that stuff. And yeah. I haven't been able to for since June, bro. Been struggling with it. Like my pain is not as bad as it was when that when the first couple months of the accident happened. Yeah, but it's still lingering. My lower back kills me now, like constantly. Have you gotten checked out yet? So that's the thing, dude. I've been going to the doctor and going to therapy, like I said, for the last six months. Oh crap! And it's helped a lot, but like it's just last amount of pain that I feel in my lower back, bro. Like it's just, it kind of makes me sad, you know, because I'm like, damn, what if I had to deal with this shit for the rest of my life? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like that's re- that's really what really got me fucked up because I'm like I've been such a physically active person like. For this person to make such a selfish decision and be drunk at eight fucking p.m. and at whatever fucking time it was, it just wasn't late, bro. It was no, she had no business being drunk at this time, right? Yeah. And she fucking hits me, and then she rob. What if she robs that for me? You know, what if what if the doctor says, "Hey, man, that's it. Like, there's really nothing else we could do for you. Everything yeah. else from here on now, dude. I'm fucking twenty three years old, and that basically the rest of my life I gotta deal with pain management. You know? Yeah. And just having to deal with this shit, bro. It's just could that's, you? That's really got me fucked up. Could you imagine? The situation in which you wouldn't be able to walk and you got paralyzed from that? Bro, there's some scary times, bro, where like my legs have gone completely numb. No way. Yeah. That's rough, man. Like it's scary, man. Like while well, I've lost like the force of my legs, even now, bro, if I sit down too long, like on the floor, like when my legs cross, like my knees will go, like my knees will feel really, really tight. And yeah. My, leg, my legs will go to sleep. Dude, that's insane. Cause I actually was going to set up the podcast in the living room yeah. and I was going to have a sit on the floor yeah, so thank god you know yeah man but th- like i said man like there's been a lot of highs bro but there's been a lot of lows as well yeah man. and um i mean and speaking of car accidents bro i mean and i haven't told you this yet either this this will this is why i was in class last thursday bro oh shoot fuck man so i had a family emergency um i haven't really told anybody actually um i had a family emergency man it was crazy and, and it's just oh, fuck it's just how life works i guess my dad was actually going uh, to the doctor and he got rear-ended by somebody pretty nasty, bro. So really? he, was, he was pulling into a parking lot. So, like, you're on the main street and you're turning, like, into a Walmart parking lot, right? Yeah. The car behind him, guess, wasn't paying attention or was going too fast or thought my, my dad was going to pull in quicker and he just was, you know, in a rush or whatever. Yeah. And he rear-ends my dad in the back of his car and he clips him, right? So my dad spins out because he hit him in the back corner of his car. Yeah. Bro, my dad fucking, my dad's car spins and the and the driver's side door hits against a fucking tree. And when I saw that car, bro, I was like, my dad is fucking lucky to be alive. Holy crap. Like, that shit was all caved in, bro. Like, ugly. He hit his head against the window. Luckily, he didn't hit his head against the fucking tree going that fucking fast. Yeah. You know, thank God. Um, dude, but the scary part was, man, like, he got... So, my mom calls me Thursday... I don't know what time. No, Wednesday. That's when the accident was. I was in class Thursday. So my mom called me Wednesday, probably 10 a.m., telling me my dad got in a car accident. First thing I assume is like, oh, nothing too bad. You yeah. know, just a fender and bender or whatever. So so then hang up. Um, I call my dad. He doesn't pick up. Call him again. doesn't pick up. My mom called my mom. She was talking to my dad that it was pretty bad. And then an ambulance is coming for him. And that's it, bro. We don't hear. I don't hear anything. And my mom didn't hear anything from my dad. For about five hours. Holy crap. Right? So I call my mom like, Mom, I'm going to head to Houston now. About an hour and a half drive to go pick her up to go try to find my dad. Yeah. So I'm calling, bro. I call the police department. I call I call uh, Harris County. I call Houston, bro. Worthless, bro. Fucking trash. 
they can't give me any motherfucking information at all about where the fuck my dad is. All I know is my dad's in, the, in an accident, and it was bad enough for him to go to the hospital, and an ambulance had to take him. That's all I fucking know. I call, I tell him the car details, I tell him uh, near where the accident may have been, because uh, we knew where he was headed, we tell him his name, nothing. Cops can't help me for shit. Alright, fuck you guys, whatever, right? So now guess what I gotta do? I gotta fucking randomly call hospitals. So I get to Houston at 12.30, pick up my mom, we're calling hospitals. Two, two, for two fucking hours, I have to call hospitals. No, no, nobody could tell me in where the fuck he's at. So now, you don't know. God forbid, my dad could be dying at the moment. Yeah. Right? And I got no fucking idea. Nobody could help me at all. What so fucking ever. Yeah. And I have a fucking smart idea. And, and this is what really pisses me off, right? So there's a tow truck hotline that you can call in Houston to figure out where your car was towed to. Okay. And I'm like, if the accident was as bad as, as, my, as my mom said, my dad said it was, then they must have towed that car. Yeah. So I call the tow truck. There, I'm on the I'm on the line for 30 minutes. Finally, get somebody to pick up, and I tell them the situation. Tell them the car. I'm like, just tell me where the car was picked up from. Give me the address where the car was picked up from. They were able to give me that shit. My thing is, how the fuck do we have a hotline to find where the fuck a car was towed to? But there's no fucking hotline to call where somebody fucking was taken in by ambulance. Yeah. That's fucked up. Because how the fuck is that information readily available? You know the exact location where the fuck this car was picking up, but the police couldn't give me that fucking information? Why couldn't they give it to you? That's what I said. Like disclosure? I, uh, bullshit. Laziness, probably. You know what they told me? I'm like, okay, like what, what information do I need to give you? Bro, I had to give them the exact location where the accident happened for them to give me any information about my dad. I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know what... I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. How the fuck am I supposed to know? If my dad was rushed by a hospital, how the fuck is he going to tell me what address... Where the fuck is that? Yeah. And That's then, fucked up. So then I get... So, I mean, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I was just trying to say, like, you know, what if it was his last dying moments? That's like what I'm said. saying. That's what pisses me off. So, so when, whenever somebody's going to make money off of some shit, right? Because yeah. these fucking tow truck companies going to make their fucking money. Yeah. There's a hotline for that shit, but there ain't no hotline to find out where the fuck somebody was possibly taking the hospital. Yeah. And there was the police on fucking site. Yeah. There was the police there who knows what fucking happened. And nobody can fucking tell me anything. There's there's nothing he has to report. He can't say, okay, he took my dad's ID. So he can say, okay, Pedro Contreras being transported to X hospital. That can't be in the system somewhere. But anyways, bro, I'm going to get off that shit. So so then I find the address. I call the hospital in that area. Fucking finally caught, found my dad. Three hours later, bro, find my dad. Where the fuck he's at? I call him like, is he okay? Is he in stable condition? Yes, he is. I'm like, thank fucking God. Yeah. Thank God I went bad. Fucking drive about 30 minutes to get to this fucking hospital. And we're like, fuck, we didn't know where the fuck we were going. Dude, you know how fucking complicated hospitals are? Yeah. Finally find the ER. And dude, and then they said, okay, he's in this area. So we're, we're like jogging me and my mom, right? And then I fucking finally see my dad. And I'm like, bruh. And he couldn't call us because he didn't have any signal in the hospital. Yeah. His, his fucking phone didn't have any signal. Um... Bro, but seeing my dad, like, in the hospital, like, on a fucking... Bro, it just broke my heart. And he was... Bro, he started tearing up, man. Really? When he saw us. And I started fucking tearing up. You know? I mean, I was glad we were okay, but, like, damn, what could have happened, bro? I could have lost my dad. And, like... I mean, I, I don't know if you want to talk about your situation or not, man. But for me, I remember you telling me what happened. And, and um, I started thinking in my head that I had never experienced anything like that before. Yeah. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I've never had anybody in my life uh, close to me pass away. Um, so, so I, I could, I could, I could, I could, I, I couldn't imagine what you were going through at that time, you know, to lose someone close in your family. 
um, because whenever my grandparents passed away, like I loved them, but they were never close. Like I didn't grow up with them, right? Like, yeah. They were, I visited them probably three, four times in my life. Um, and I just thought, I'm like, man, I'm really lucky that I've never had to go through that. And I know I can't imagine what, what Ray's going through right now. And I'm like, I really wish him the best. And then, like a couple of days later, that shit happened. I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah. That's, that's the closest that thing's ever come, man. That's, I don't know, man. It just fucks with your head, bro. It's just like, <sighs> life ain't always good, man. And that's, re- that's really what it is, man. It's like I said, like I've had a lot of good moments in the last year, man. But there have been some shitty ones too, bro. Yeah. And I don't, like I said, I don't know if you want to talk about what you're going through. And I, I know you're probably still processing it. And like I said, like if you don't want to, you don't have to, bro. No, it's all good. Um, so what recently happened to my family was I lost my grandfather. And the reason why it was so hard for me was because um, my grandparents were very, very present in my life. And yeah, there have been multiple times where uh, they thought, you know, he was going to pass away. He at one point had 99% uh, blood cottage in his uh, arteries and, you know, they did a successful surgery and he lasted longer. But, you know, the thing that really threw me off was I left my hometown with the thought that everything was going to be okay. And what I had last heard was that he wasn't going to eat, that he wasn't eating and he hadn't eaten in five days. And then I heard, you know, he ate and I was like, okay, I'll get better. Talk to my aunt, and she tells me that, um, you know, this is just something that he does all the time, and he will be okay, and it, you know, nothing to worry about. And then, you know, I, I was, I was dealing really, really, I was having a hard time dealing with it because I didn't want to come back and then have to go back for that reason, go back up to College Station and then go back to my hometown because, you know, going back your hometown is usually a good thing to see people that you love and you know going back for this type of reason is just really sad and you know it's just devastating Mm -hmm. and it happened I mean I got the phone call and I just remember like losing track of time and just kind of you know just being there and sulking and just feeling like a different person and while it was probably one of the hardest moments of my life um, even seeing people that I've never seen cry before in my life Mm -hmm. just break down um, I, I often think about the person he was and just kind of what he would want. And he was the most simple man in the world. So, um, I've moved a bit on and, you know, well, not moved on, but you know, I, I've learned that, you know, he wouldn't want me to be upset. And there's a lot of things that I need to focus on right now that he probably wants me to focus on. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, bottom line is I just, I lost someone I, I really cared about. And, um, is this the first time someone like closer to your family has passed away? At an age where I'm able to comprehend it, yes. I, I have lost um, some uncles before, and I, I lost my great-grandmother when I was young, but, you know, I was young, so it didn't really impact me as much. Yeah. And it, it it was hard for me for this person, my grandfather, because before I decided that I wanted to do, um, you know, Texas A&M with chemistry as my first major i was actually going to go into music and music was literally my life from middle school to about high school and one of the greatest inspirations to me was my grandfather because he taught himself 12 different instruments he literally carried his guitar with him everywhere and he introduced music to me when i was such a young age so it was hard for you to lose your childhood idol Mm -hmm. um but um like i said uh it it was probably the first one at an age where I could comprehend things. 
you know, but I think the worst thing was seeing my little cousins go through it because they're younger than me. I mean, two of them are leaving to college, but the rest of them are pretty fairly young. I mean, one, you know, is like in second grade and the other one's in like eighth grade or going to eighth grade. And then the other ones are barely in their first few years of high school. So, you know, seeing kids deal with it, it's super hard. And, you know, you could tell that mm-hmm. they're not used to this type of stuff and they don't think about this stuff. They think about their friends and what new songs came out and the concerts they want to go to and, you know, the movies they want to watch. They don't think about their family members dying. Yeah, yeah but it's kind of insane how uh, how radically this podcast recording session changed from super happy to like a little bit sad and a little bit depressing but you know um that's just the way life is and uh other than that we just ask that you uh cherish your times with your loved ones because you never know when shit can happen yeah and i mean i mean that's that's really what i always tell people right like life's gonna suck some fucking times right like some bad shit's gonna happen to you and you can't control it like all this shit that's happened to us this past year right and I'm not, I'm not trying to be overly dramatic at all or anything. It's like, shit's going to happen. Yeah. Right? Like, we can't help it. It's just part of being a human being to live is to suffer, right? Yeah. For me, what I always tell people is like, man, my my goal in life is to live the happiest life possible. Does that mean I'm going to be happy 100% of the time? Fuck no, man. Because like we said, man, sometimes we go through shit. We don't even expect it to happen. And all this shit that's happened to me, this shit that's happened to you. Like, there's no way we could have planned for any of this. Oh yeah, but but my thing is, man, I want to live as close. I want to I want to achieve the most happiness that's possibly available to me, right? Like like, if if I'm gonna live ninety years, I want I want as much as that to be happy, right? If that means I get to eighty years of happiness, and in total, my whole life I've suffered for ten years, or I've had ten years of sad, bad luck or sadness, you know. But if I knew I get as close to eighty as possible, man, that's what I'm striving for, man. Every day I want to be happy. Yeah. You know, even when shitty shit happens, and I heard this um, good quote, and I tweeted it the other day. It's like, it's easy to be happy when good shit is happening, right? Yeah. It's, it's easy to find the joy in joy, but if you find the joy in the bad things, then you'll be twice as happy, right? And were you saying that's easy? No. It's hard to find the joy in, in the shitty shit that happens to us. And sometimes, you know, bad shit just happens, it just happens, right? Yeah. But like the thing that happened with my dad, I'm like, it just. I, I could sit there and, and really be sad and like, damn, I almost lost my dad. And I did almost lose my dad. Luckily, I, I didn't, right? But it just gave me a whole new sense of like how much to appreciate my parents, you know, and how much I really love them and how much I, I cherish those relationships. Yeah. You know? And I mean, for your grandfather, I don't want to speak for you, Ben, but he's in a better place now, right? Like, yeah, He definitely. lived a long life. Like, yeah, how, I mean, was he, when he, he turned 81. Yeah, so he, he lived a good, long life. And I know and I know, we wish that we, that our family members lived longer, man, but 81, that's a long time, man. Yeah, it's it's insane because, you know, I, I'm too optimistic and I think, oh, you know, like right now people are dying around the age of, you know, like 80, 90, at least in, in my family. Yeah, yeah, And then I get super optimistic with technology, and I'm like, you know what? We might live even we longer. We might live even longer. But then, you know, you see people that you admire dying at 20, 30, 40, 50, yeah. 60. And it, it's weird because it humbles you that, you know, like life isn't certain, like you said. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you never know what's going to happen. So just 
live your best life and find the joy in the things that you don't like mm. and find the joy in the things you do like. Yep. And take advantage of that. A hundred percent, man. Like I said, I... fuck, man. Just be, just, I mean, my thing has always been, I want to be as happy as possible, dude. Like, yeah. Like you see me, bro. I'm, I don't get, I like, and I said this before, Mike, I don't like being stressed about things that are going to happen a week from now, two weeks from now, three weeks from now. I just want to enjoy the moment now. Like you said, like when you decided to take that road trip spontaneously, when you had a test on Monday, yeah, some people are like, bro, you're fucking stupid for doing that shit. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you know what, bro? You had a fucking life experience. And like you said, one of the best trips you've ever gone to. And that should just open your mind to fucking traveling so much more. And I'll tell you, fuck it, it was worth it. Even if you failed that test, exactly. I would have told you it was fucking worth it. Because that's what I tell all my friends now, right? Because a lot of them are studying for the CPA right now. They've been studying for a while, and I'm just now getting started. Like, a lot of them are stressed. And they're like, bro, how are you not stressed? How are you not stressed? How did, how did you go to Costa Rica for two weeks? And we were here studying, and you're not worried about it. And I'll, I'll talk about that shit on another day, another podcast, right? But I'm like, because, like, that trip, I probably would have never gone to Costa Rica another time in my life. Yeah. And those two weeks, nobody could take away from me. Yeah. Ever that test can fucking wait. You can keep taking the test, but you can't that test relive gonna be an there, experience. Bro. Yeah. That test gonna be there. But that trip, though, the one of the friendships I made with one of my good friends, there, Francisco. Shout out to my man Francisco. A lot of shout outs this podcast, man. Like, bro, it was worth. It was worth it, in my opinion, man. Like, I'm never gonna apologize. I'm never gonna feel bad for for enjoying life. And I don't think we should ever, bro. Yeah. We should never do that. Fuck it, bro. If pe- if somebody wants to really study and they want to all be about their work and all about school, good for them, man. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Yeah. But my pe- my piece of advice is we got 80, 90 years if we're fucking lucky, man, until they fucking upload us to some fucking server somewhere, right? <laughs> like a Black Mary all, episode. All, yeah, right. All I know is maybe 80. Maybe I'll get to that, right? Yeah. If I stop eating McDonald's, I'll, I'll probably make it to that shit, right? Yeah. And, and hopefully some tragedy doesn't happen. But so I'm going to live every day. I'm going to take every opportunity to be happy possible. And I'm not going to pass that shit up at all. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, that's it. That's it, man. I didn't. I wasn't born to be an accountant. I wasn't born to fucking work. I wasn't born. To, I was born to be human. Yeah. And whatever that fucking means for you, that's what it means for you, right? For me, being human means being fucking happy and, and pura vida, my head. That's what I'm saying, like the Costa Ricans say. Dude, we should change the podcast <laughs> to born to be human. I, I actually dig that. Born to be human. I will see, bro. We, we, we got to get uh, some, um, what's it called? some research done on that. <laughs> yeah. Get some focus groups to talk about that. Shoot, man. man anything else you want to talk about, man? Uh, before we head out, and just uh, pay attention. Uh, we, we're going to be dropping weekly episodes. Hey, what's up, bro? It's back full time. Hey, Longhorn Nation. Just kidding. Wait, who's Longhorn Nation? Yeah, I'm, I'm just making fun of uh, Sam Ellinger for uh, his... Hey, Longhorn Nation, uh, we're know. back. Who's that? Oh, like the, the quarterback after they beat Georgia. Oh, well, they did do better than us, but that's a, that's a conversation. For that another is a day, hot bro. take, man. Um, I mean, Ray, if you don't got anything else, man, I just want to I want to thank you guys who decided to listen to this podcast again after we've been gone for a whole year. We got a shitload of more stories to fucking tell. I know I do. I know Ray does for what's happened for the last year. We got a whole bunch of fucking topics you want to hit you guys on. Like, we're invigorated in this, like... We're going to try our fucking best to do this shit every fucking week. And we're, we're committed to this. Guys, we hope you subscribe. Commit to us. We'll commit to you. Um, look. It's hey, what's up, bro? Thank you all. Have a good one and have a good night. Adios.